Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. My name's Darren Connell. How yous all doing? This is episode 27. Not bad. Welcome to the 27 Club. Sorry if I'm a wee bit burst, man. I, sp I speed walked it to the venue for the flat and I'm absolutely fucked. Um, I couldn't get my breath and I said to Paul, I was like the Hog Prince. So that's the name of this week's episode. Because Paul called last week's episode uh, Darren's new shag pad. And all well, my aunties and cousins and all that are like, you big dirty bastard. Oh, were they really? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that to myself, standing in front of the mirror. You big dirty bastard. <laughs> Nobody's in this flat now. Before we get into the absolute carnage of this podcast, we need to start off with the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Argue and Co., um, they've been kind enough to sponsor the podcast. That's been three weeks in a row now, isn't it, Paul? Aye, mate. I think they've got one week left, so thank you very much to Alan Argue. Argue & Co. is a legal firm based in Glasgow. They specialise in many things, but their two main things is employment law and personal injury. So if you've ever had a problem with that, if you currently have a problem, get in touch with them. The information will pop up in the screen and there'll be a link in the bio on Apple Podcasts and stuff. They do things like walls and all that stuff, but I'm telling you, if you need help, get in touch with them. I've said many weeks, many months that I don't get people to sponsor the podcast that I don't know. I know Alan personally, so just get in touch with him and if he can't help you, he'll certainly point you in the right direction. Maybe that, Paul, is that all right? Ah, amazing, mate. Amazing. Helped one of my mates. Aye. Week. Aye. There you go. Used the link. Told them they were like, oh, I need to find a lawyer. So I talked to Alan. Just because I know the guy as well, obviously. Met awesome. Him. Lovely guy. Just like he's sound. And exactly like you said, if he can't help, he'll just, he'll tell you what to do. Tell you what you need to do next. So Amazing, mate. I'm very glad to hear that. So there you go. You invest in this podcast by sponsoring us and we can help you back. That's what life's all about, right? Mm, just make sure it's Ned related. It's what related? Ned related. Harlan's <laughs> pure turning them away for the East End. Big cute outside his door. Imagine if somebody turned up at his office like that. Can I get a Halloumi Giros? He's like, yeah, this is a fucking lawyer's mate. <laughs> like, Where's Ange? <laughs> yeah, I'm here to get my banger sucked in a Halloumi Giros, half Bobby for Scott Squad. <laughs> And a hair transplant. <laughs> so, how have you been, Paul? Are you all good? I'm great, mate. I'm great. Usual, busy. Um, went to shooting another podcast and we're doing, like, remote stuff. Yeah. So we're, like, doing it in a bit. And they fucking took us to um, Go Ape. And I'm scared of heights. So, um, it wasn't fun. Can I ask whose podcast? Gary's. Gary oh, and Kat. Brilliant. Um... Cat does the you're all right. Uh -huh, you're all yeah. right, and obviously Gary folds. But it's um, it's called you game, and it's about facing people's fears. So people are sending in their fears. It's about anxiety and stuff. I talk about their mental health, but one of the bits that we do, people submit their fears, um, and they need to go and do it. So two weeks ago, it was uh, just talking to people in public. So we did that. Gary was a hoot, obviously just going up to cunts, no bother at all. Cat was a wee bit like. Fuck. This is mental. I put on the spot. Like, uh -huh. I don't understand why I'm so nervous. But we went to go ape on Saturday. And, mate, honestly, mate, I, I'm 
I've I've got a phobia of heights. I've got don't have vertigo. I don't have a medical condition, but I get dizzy. My knees go weak. Um, so it wasn't a lot of fun for me. But I enjoyed facing my fears. Good. You know, I felt good after it. Yeah. Like, mate, I was shite myself. It was like two hours of me just shite myself. Aye. So, aye. I was... sh- and doing all that shit holding a camera. Aye. Absolutely. Fuck <laughs> it was that. brutal. Aye, That's brutal. like uh, Remiers, but you're Dingo Ape. In fact, <laughs> it's nothing like Remiers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean, Remiers? No, no Remiers. What's his name? Remiers, not a comedian. No, Ray Meal, aye, Raymond Mills. Aye, Raymond no, Mills, right? Ray Meals is uh, the mad jungle cunt. Oh, fuck, aye, right. But aye, he, he doesn't do stunts, he eats food for the jungle. Aye, aye, but his cameramen need to do everything with him, don't they? Aye, no. Aye, no, who's someone... the, who, there's two guys, there's Ray Meals and then. Who's the, who's the guy I'm thinking about? The guy that fucking does all the mental shit. That's the boy, he's a top boy scout, he claimed Everest. Uh huh. I'm going to quickly Google that because he broke his back. Um, everybody listening to the podcast will hate this. Head no. boy, head boy scout. I really hate putting that into my Google, man. <laughs> I'm going to get my door fucking kicked fucking in the night. Check hard drive. Um, head boy scout. Broken back. I bet this guy, I'm sure there was no documentary about his cameraman. The guy was saying that he had to do all the fucking crazy shit that this cunt was doing, but he had, had to do it while shooting Aye. somebody with a camera. So. Right, so Ray Mears is a British woodsman. Right. And he's very chunky, right? Very chubby. And I remember him because he would go into the woods and basically make a free course meal. And one time, I swear to God, I seen the cunt make a lemon meringue pie off a tree. Like, I swear to God, it was just stuff that he was finding, finding really? out in the woods. And he made a lemon meringue pie with it? Aye. So Fuck he's got say. a bit of a, a gut on him. Right. He seems like a nice guy. Right. But the guy we're thinking about is Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, aye. that's it. Aye, aye, aye. I was like, Bear Grylls cameraman, except, you know... At an adventure park for kids, pretty aye. much. <laughs> with flip-flops on. Aye, mate. But I should you ever done it? I have. I've done it once where I come right. down when I was like 20. Right. Was it Aberfoyle? <laughs> I can't remember, but... Did it have a zipline? Did you do the zipline of the gully? Like yep. into the, the, the thing? I mean, it was shite. It was yeah. Fuck. I liked the zipline. What I didn't like was the fact that my size fucking 12 feet didn't fit in the wee platform. So now like you go to the tree and just get the wee platform on the tree and it like hook in. To go between like the things, my, yeah. my feet were hanging off the edge. Mate. It was freaking me the fuck out. Aye, I didn't like it because it was too many, too many of my pals there. There was like thirties, and it was just carnage. Everybody had a hangover, and I'm quite weird that way. Like, I don't really fuck about. Like, if I play a game of five asides, I'm there to play football. Right. So like they're all wrestling and all that. And right, like, aye, they're all fucking about you. Like I'm here for fucking go ape. Like, I'm here to make a free course meal at a fucking tree, a lemon meringue at a fucking plant. I want to know how the fuck you make a lemon meringue pie. I swear to God. With the equipment in a fucking woods. And it looked really nice. I should su- submit my fear to Gary Folds then. What is your fear? Love. <laughs> So how, how would he face that? Come <laughs> <laughs> down and suck you off. <laughs> that would be a good podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's me killed to dinner, man. I was overheating. But when you come in for the Aye. walk? Aye. Aye. 
Takes you a minute to talk. That was 10,681 steps, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you, clearly. Is Hi. that how, how long it takes you to get here for your flat? Yep. So if people, like, they could find out where this place is and then, like, draw, like, some sort of, like, weird map or, like, a circle of 10,000 steps and be like, you could stay here, 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 and here. They can try and find it. I told you before the podcast, I'll shag their ass to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might want that, mate. Like, like, but like, yeah, I know. Come down like, shag marks, Bobby. Gonna shag marks to hell. That just sounds more horrific than it. He shagged his shag, ass. Shag their ass to heaven. There was a jail. I get my ass shagged to hell. Right? I'm never going to ask you that question ever again. <laughs> I smoked a stogie last night for the first time this year. I seen the the, the posts. I was yeah. disappointed. Why? It's because you're off them. I have a treat system. <laughs> Is that a cheat meal? A cheat cigar? A treat system. A treat. A treat. All oh, right. Okay. What's your treat system? When I'm well behaved and I'm a good boy, I reward myself with a treat. Right. Sometimes it could be a biscuit. Sometimes it could be 40 cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Spread out the course of year. <laughs> Up here. I, had a, I had a great January, so February, March, <laughs> April and May, I'm just going to start shooting up heroin. <laughs> I will, obviously, everybody knows that me and Paul are Celtic fans, so I was in the flat last night. Um, I treated myself to Now TV. It's like a day pass you can buy. Sat on the couch and I've had a cigar lying there for fucking five months or something and i thought if celtic won the league tonight i'm gonna treat myself and i smoked i mean it was a big massive fucking winston churchill cigar so i only smoked quarter of it mm-hmm. but had that and a cup of tea and i listened to some music and oddly i never really enjoyed it it was a bit no. tough in the throat uh mm-hmm. so i had a wee bit of a sorry death to it which was surprising Considering I was literally chain smoking uh, cigars when I first started this podcast, I know, mate. It just shows you how quickly you go back. Yeah, and tip man, like who was I talking to about this the other day? They were talking about what were they talking about? But I noticed it with caffeine. I mean, obviously, I probably still fucking shot myself in February, but I've no. I noticed it with caffeine. Um, I was doing like a whole. I probably spoke about it before. I don't know what the fuck I've said in this podcast, but. I did. I did. That's a thing. No, but I genuinely don't remember. Like, yeah. I talk so much shit, mate. But this is true. Um, that uh, years ago, when I was trying to figure out my mental health, I did a thing where I just basically like lived like a fucking monk for like ninety days. It was like you know, eat clean, go to the gym, meditate, like do everything, all the good shit, non-stop for like fucking have your rest days. But for ninety days, and there was no caffeine, no gluten. Um, minimize obviously because it's nearly impossible not to have any sugar but nay add like nay sugary things you know what i mean if you eat like a, a if you eat a slice of well, you can't have gluten but if you have a slice of gluten-free bread or sugar in it right they add sugar to fucking absolutely it's probably sugar in this fucking mineral water Aye. but nay sugar nay gluten nay dairy nay caffeine for 90 days nay nothing nay alcohol um just the only liquid that I was allowed to drink was like water where we sort of squeeze a lemon. Wow. Um, so like no fizzy, no sugar free, fizzy juice, no sweeteners, whatever. And I, I 
when I finished my 90 days, I think one of the first things I did was had had a coffee for Costa and I felt like somebody had fucking injected my heart with adrenaline. It was, the reason I'm saying that in relation to your cigar is you realise what it's doing to you mm-hmm. when you have it fresh rather than when you're in the middle of chain smoking them because you don't really feel it. You're acclimatised to it yeah. and it fucks with you, mate. How did you feel after that 90 day detox? Did you feel good? Well, not a lie, I didn't feel as good as what people would tell you that you're going to feel, but I think that's true for everything. Yeah. The things that they make you feel good, they make you feel good a wee bit, don't they? Mm-hmm. But it's the things that aren't so good for you that make you feel good that make, like, you know, like McDonald's or whatever, or fucking porn or whatever the fuck you're, you're talking about, like the stuff that isn't so good for you, uh-huh. that makes you feel amazing for like a short period of time and then shite. Whereas the good stuff kind of just makes you feel a wee bit good, but prolonged over a period of time. So I didn't feel like elated. I hadn't like felt like I've changed my life or anything yeah. like that, but I felt good. I'd felt, I think I felt good that I'd accomplished, I'd managed to do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would do it again. Right, 100%. But see when you had a Domino's, kind of like you're saying, you don't really enjoy it because yeah. your stomach's so fucking sore. As soon as it hits your stomach, you're just in pain. So yeah. you don't really enjoy these things if you have them like you think you need to have them in moderation but regularly yeah to keep up your enjoyment rather than going for that all or nothing like chain smoking for three months then nothing for three months then chain smoking yeah um it makes you feel a wee bit shitty don't it? i experienced that when i came back from peru um it was two days later i finally kind of woke up i had a 30 hour sleep with jet lag and stuff and i couldn't be bothered cooking so First thing I did was phone a takeaway right back into bad habits. Right. And after a couple of bites, I was like shooting pens in my stomach Aye, and stuff. Mate. What did you have? I remember chips, cheese, and curry sauce. And I can't remember what else I had. But after that, I was like, I felt ill. Um, I really felt ill, man. Just shows you, mate. I don't even think we're supposed to be eating that shit. And I, I love know. it, mate. I love, I love curry sauce. Mm-hmm. But. See when you don't have it for a lot for a, even just a, a like thirty days, like a month, and then you eat it, mate. You'll I I've woke up with a hangover, feeling like I'm hungover, oh, that yeah. bad after like a cheat meal or something, or having a big takeaway after like some healthy eating for a period of time. Oh, food's my food's my problem, mate. I know I'm sober and stuff, but food's my number one. I eat when I'm stressed. I've got reward systems. I eat when I'm sad. It comes to a Friday night and I just get a takeaway because it's a Friday. And I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do on a Friday. And then I wake up, I'm shattered on the Saturday, I get a takeaway on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday I get a takeaway. And then Monday I've got this big massive fucking food hangover. And then I do that, oh, it's the Monday blues. I'll just get another takeaway. Next thing you know, you're getting four takeaways a week. Oh, out of seven days. Ah, it's crazy, isn't it, mate? So, but I tell you what, mate, I've been in that flat for 12 days now and i've not had any junk food i've not had any bread um no crisps no chocolate as in like biscuits and stuff but i've had a couple of protein bars uh and i feel fucking brilliant mate good i feel really good good to hear and i've also reduced the old um masturbation oh have you yeah gonna ask any visitors no broke the place on yet no Sadly not. I need to go on that, mate. In Pollock Park, though, I have. 
<laughs> Call back to last week. <laughs> <laughs> Broke that in. Hi. <laughs> oh, was that a fat golf link? Was that Paul Park? <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any uh, backlash? <laughs> any golfs? Pure fuck you. Yeah, that old black lipstick in Turnbull High School. Was that me? No, I do feel better, mate. I actually feel happier and I just feel like uh, sharper and just like I'm walking straight. Like it's weird what it does to you, being back into the gut health stuff and I'm feeling good, even though tonight I'm going for a kimchi cult. So. Nothing wrong with that, is there? Nope. But a kimchi? Kimchi's good for your gut kimchi's health. Kimchi's good. Uh, do you know what I love, and I don't know about you, mate, I love things that are pickled. Oh, oh. mate. Aye. Like anything. I've never had a pickled egg. I have. They good? They're kind of tasteless. Right. But they're edible. Right, I because like the 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 white and eggs like water like what should I like they float, don't they? So I mean, eating a boiled egg by itself is shit, but a no, I love a boiled egg, mate. Makes it. Better. I love a boiled egg by itself. Nothing else on it. No, I would have that. You bit of salt. I could date with salt, aye. Mm-hmm. But the salt. best is hollandaise, mate. Hollandaise sauce, man. Do you ever get the ones at a Tesco where it's like the pre-cooked? Is it Tesco or Co-op? It's one of the ones in here. It's like a pre-cooked, half-boiled egg and a wee side of hollandaise sauce, man. You just dip it in it. I had that the day fucking God. before I came to the podcast. Did you? Eggs Benedict with some black pudding and Ma- bacon. Did you hear that? There, that was the saliva gathering at the back of my fucking <laughs> mouth thinking about it. I thought it was the wee goblin in my head having an orgasm. It's <laughs> amazing, mate. Hollandaise. Ah, Eggs Benedict's amazing. <laughs> um, there's a place in Southside, mate, that does <laughs> eggs... I go to it was eggs Benedict with stone away black pudding, but they put this side of like homemade ketchup. And I was when we were there, I was there with the missus. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, man, can you not just have Heinz? And they brought me this stuff, mate, and it mate, fucking blew my mind. So good, mate. I was like, pure, right? Mm, aye. Aye, I'm into the homemade ketchup now. Even the day when I had that, I think the waitress probably thought, is that couldn't just turn it returning for a rack or something because i'm like the best fucking toasting eggs i've ever had in my life it's just toasting egg <laughs> <laughs> i'll be back here every day aye mate but see the simple things mate i'll tell you like see for my childhood when i think back the best mate the best was a boiled egg in a cup with a bit of butter a bit of milk uh, a bit of salt and fucking a slice of bread cut into fucking fingers and just scoop it up, mate. That literally was my favourite meal when I was growing up. The simple things in life. Before all the immigrants came. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that shawarma. Coming over here, here, take your fucking eggs. <laughs> Can't get an egg anywhere these days. Some cunt will probably cut that and it will end up in the sun paper. Bobby from Scott Squad hates Polish people. <laughs> he joins EDL. <laughs> uh, massive racist. Hi. <laughs> no, kidding on. I, I love Polish people. I eat sauerkraut all the time. So, up yes. <laughs> Is that no German? Is it? I don't know, mate. Ah, it's the same thing. I'm Aye. racist, isn't it? Aye. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, how long have we done, just to check? 20 minutes, mate. 20 minutes, that's all right. Um, the intro. Aye, so what has happened in the last week? I purchased a ticket with one of my sober friends because I need to keep sober friends in my life to remain sober. 
but right. he's, he's also my mate as well. The two years, uh, bought a ticket to go and see Primo Scream at Queen's Park. Right, aye. So seen the posters. Yes. So I'm kind of thinking the two years started laughing, thinking gone to one of their gigs sober is gonna be fucking wild, isn't it? Uh-huh. Because the last time I seen them was at Tina Park, and I was out my mind on fucking eckies. What year was that? Do you remember? So I've seen them at Tina Park a couple of times, but I remember my bro- the very first time I ever went to Tina Park was my brother took me, right. and I was 14 years old. Right? What age are you now? 34. Aye, so it would have been, aye, 2002, Oasis played after them. That's Oasis the one. came on right after Primal Scream. That's one of the greatest weekends of my life, mate. Who else was there, though? It was Green like Day, Chemical, Chemical Brothers. Brothers, Foo Fighters, Muse. Yep. Fucking... The darkness opened the main stage on the Sunday. It was yep. like, I mean, people rip a piss out of the darkness, but what a fucking gig no, that was, mate. What age were you? Um, uh, 18. 18? Aye. So when I went up there, I'd, I never heard of ecstasy. I never drank alcohol, right? right? And obviously I never drank because I was only 14 when Aye, my brother took me, it. right? So I went up and I remember thinking... <laughs> fucking like drinking sunny delight thinking yeah man i'm at a gig this is awesome right. and then uh the chemical brothers came on mm-hmm. and i felt you know that first time you take eckies mm-hmm. like it's imprinted in your brain mm-hmm. that was this moment right. watching the chemical brothers had you, live had you took an ecky nope no right. sober but it was like one of those major moments in my life right, when i thought I... A door has been opened here. The light show was... Do you remember the I light show? I remember it, mate. They started with Hey Girl, Hey Boy. And, and the, the intro lasted for about fucking 20 minutes. But it just built the place up the, to like a pure... It just exploded aye. when it kicked off. The massive screens with the clowns on the screens mm-hmm. and stuff. Now, imagine being a 14-year-old wee guy listening to fucking Top of the Pops. And then you see that. And then you see Oasis. See when you say that 20 minute build up to that intro part, Mm -hmm. see when that kicked in and then there was like a light show that happened, it made everything slow motion and I just remember like looking about me and it felt like the fucking blood rave scene in Blade, people were doing cartwheels, Mm -hmm. front flips and it blew my fucking mind and see driving back to Tina Park with my brother, I was like, wow man. Thank you as well. Like, thank you for Aye, taking man. me to that. That was unbelievable. Right, man. So I'm returning to see them. Uh, I think they're in July, Queens Park, with my sober pal, and I'm looking forward to it. Right, mate. If there is ever a band who you wouldn't go and see sober, I mean, I'm pretty sure not to throw anybody under the bus, but I know for a fact that they have drugs on their rider. So yeah, I but maybe not anymore. This is back in the day, but see that weekend, right? Um that you're talking about at Tina Park. So I knew a guy, Kev Carroll, and Kev played in uh, The Complete Stone Roses. Oh, he right, was a okay. guitar player in Complete Stone Roses, and he stayed in Shettleston. And see, that Saturday, so like, he, Complete Stone Roses, they, I think they worked. In fact, Manny used to DJ for them. That's how they, there was a connection. Obviously, they were the most Britain's number one fucking Stone Roses cover band uh-huh. tribute act 
and fuck me, I'd seen them play at the fucking bar. In fact, I fucking seen them play a Sunday at Tina Park and the fucking King Touch tent was rampacked because Stone Roses hadn't come back at that point. So this is the, the closest that you're going to get to seeing them live. But uh, Manny used to DJ for them when they were doing their tours. So he knew them. And on the Friday night, um, they went to a house party in Shettleston and they got so fucked up that they missed their tour bus. So their tour bus left and went to Tina Park without Bobby Gillespie and Manny. Wow. And they got on the fucking 62 on Shettleston Road into Buchanan Street bus station and just got on a fucking bus. A random Tina Park. Tina Park just bus? Just one of the Tina Park buses to get up there and arrived like 15 minutes before they were due to go on stage. Oh my God. So they must have, I mean, their team and everybody at Tina Park must have been shiting it. You know what I mean? Are they going to fucking make it here or whatever? But I, they were fucking taking all sorts at this fucking house party in Shettleston. And I was at Tina Park, so I wasn't there. Um, and my my big mate Matt, he wouldn't he would have been there. So he's like half gutted. You're at Tina Parks, like the highlight of your year when you're fucking eighteen year old. But you could have been at a house party with fucking Bobby Gillespie and Manny taking fucking swedgers and coke. And That's all amazing. Sorts of fucking I'm sure shit. I've heard that Bobby's uh, sober. I'm sure I have. But they're all sober now, aren't they? You've got to imagine. I don't think very many. Well, Keith Richards, but. <clears throat> there's not very many like a fucking goblin but but mate see me think about that he spent a decade addicted to heroin yeah. and it wasn't even heroin he was addicted to a combo of heroin and coke so he would shoot up mm-hmm. eight ball like fucking half coke half heroin mm-hmm. he did that for a decade i think he looks great considering <laughs> i mean that's like saying i ate tar off the road every day for 10 years I'd still say you look good. I, and he's out survived <laughs> how many of his peers? Like that just I think so I, I think some people are built for it, some people are limit. Yeah. That cunt is fucking built for it, man. Like, like uh, Manny for the Primal oh. Scream Stone Roses. No, the the other one. The Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Oh, uh, you talk about Lemmy for Lemmy. The, uh, Motorhead. Aye, fuck. I thought that was his name is Manny as well. No, Lemmy. I did he know stop? He stop? was a mad speed fiend and he stopped taking speed and then he died like a month later or something. Mate, do you want to hear the most hilarious story about him? He had diabetes. So his his thing was Jack Daniels and Coke and meth. I was wow. like he's speed snorting speed and drinking Jack and Coke. But he would have a he'd crack a bottle of Jack for breakfast. You oh. never watched the documentary on Netflix, Lemmy? Nah. Go and watch it, mate. I'll take a note of that. So Go and watch forget. it. It's just called Lemmy. It's not a Netflix documentary. It was made by somebody years ago but it's on it's on netflix uh-huh. and it shows his lifestyle he get diagnosed with uh what's the one where you cause the diabetes is it type two type, type two uh, is it because of all the coca-cola wow. and the jack daniels and obviously i think bourbon's made with a lot of cane sugar like to when they're distilling it and he went to the doctor and they were like you're gonna need to stop what drinking and he was like nah and he started drinking vodka and fresh orange Shifted for Jack and Coke onto vodka and fresh orange and it was like, it's like healthier. Which is technically true. But think <laughs> about the madness in somebody's head that they give up drinking a litre of Jack. You drink a litre of Jack every day, man. That's wild. Every day. I've seen them live at the Barris. At Motorhead? Yeah. Fucking incredible, mate. I'm very, very lucky because I've got brothers, right, that are all like 20, 25 years older than me. So they've all got pals and all. Mm-hmm. And they used to be all gig. Aye, so see anytime one of my brother's mates couldn't get my brothers they'd be like you want to come to this gig so i was like 17 18 19 year old and i was going to see motorhead 
the Primal Scream, Chemical Brothers. I've seen Bob Dylan, James. Did you see Bob Dylan at the exhibition centre? Yep. How shite was that? Well, you had to have been the same night. I mean, here, mate, we've been quite to quite will, a lot of the I same. I was just going to say to you, like. I was the exact same. My brother-in-law, my sister met my brother-in-law when at her 18th birthday, <clears throat> and I was 13. And then when I turned 14, he was into like fucking Metallica, Rage Against the Machine. So I would have been 14 in 97. I turned 14 in 97, and for there, I just went to gigs mm-hmm. every week. I've got a big, I've got piles of tickets because he was like him and his mate Alan were like mosh pit guys like mm-hmm. they would go to just even the cat house no matter who it was mm-hmm. they would just go and see them um so i've seen rob zombie at the garage um i've seen some fucking belters i've seen rage at the battlelands amazing and it was just i mean it was just them they support uh battle of los angeles i think that was 98 um but the night i remember and i remember being like i'm into this they took me to see Slayer. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Listening to like uh, Rain and Blood, like the album's called. And um, was like, that's too heavy, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. And he was like, just come along. Just come along. Got me a ticket. And I was just like, from then on, I could listen to it and how, no matter how heavy. Do you know, I don't think I've, I mean, I, I like heavy stuff. I like Slipknot. I don't like go out my way to listen to them. But if it comes into my you know, random playlist, I'll I'll keep it on. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard Slayer. Maybe, Maybe I've heard them and I don't know any of their tunes, but I can't even think of anything. We've got a song called God Hates Us All. Why? Um but uh it's I like, agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But it's kind of parody. There's like you know what I mean? They've had to like come out and be like, we don't, you know, we're not trying to say anything about any religions or whatever. But the one of the big three, it was um off the big four one tip Metallica, Anthrax uh, Slayer and uh, what was fucking Dave Mustaine's band Megadeth they were like they they were the first four thrash bands so they, they, they created thrash metal Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica and Slayer Anthrax I remember them they had a rap song in the 90s honestly uh, like a rap metal song they were like they were the first band like they were one of the, I think it was like 90, 1990, so before Rage Against the Machine came out in 91, mm-hmm. they were the first band to be like, let's try and rap. And was, was it good? Oh, terrible, mate. <laughs> Fucking terrible, but they tried it. It's like pioneers, um, isn't it? Like, I randomly seen a video on TikTok the other night. It was one of Michael Jackson's brothers doing a diss, a diss track towards Michael in the 90s. Right. And it was proper... Hey man, you ain't good. Hey man, I've got wood. Like honestly, it was fucking <laughs> what pathetic. One was it? I don't. Tito. Do you know it wasn't even one of the? It was one of the ones. See if you said the name, you'd be like, "Ah, who the fuck's that?" Right. Aye. One of the forgotten children. I think so. It was like, right. is that a stepbrother? Like, so one of the ones who kept under the stair. <laughs> the talentless children. <laughs> you ever seen the mad, crazy, made for TV? Uh, Michael Jackson biopic that came out in the 90s? Probably. I mean, it's so fucking terrible, man. It's like pure Channel 5. It's like one of the like 2pm Channel 5 movies. Oh. About um, his da, like, battling them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson. Kicking fuck at him. I've seen the Terminator one, the made-for-TV Arnie biopic. And he's, like, running for governor. 
No. It was fucking awful, Who man. Who played him? I don't know. It was just all these unknown actors. When he was running for governor, he was having an argument with a politician. And he's like, you like one of the bad guys. What the fuck was that? That was like Rocky. <laughs> I was going to say, that was closer to Sylvester Stallone <laughs> than it was. Um, you one of the bad guys. Yeah. You like one of the bad guys. I ain't get to the chopper, the bad guy. I, I've been watching Terminator. I watched the last two. Mate, Terminator 1, what a movie. Terminator 2, even better. Yep. I can remember Terminator 2 coming out, so I think that's why I like that better. Wait, when was that? 94? Nah, 93, 94, I think it was about 10. Aye. Something like that. But I got a, a pirated copy ah. for the barras. Um, mint, it was a mint copy. Uh-huh. It was fucking brilliant, man. It was mere uh, Lucy Goosey in number two, wasn't Aye, he? he's fucking getting high fives and all that. Um, Quite I playful. Wanted, I, I wanted to be Edward Furlong so badly in that movie, <laughs> mate. I wanted the dirt bike. I wanted the wee device that he used to hack the ATMs. I want, aye, I wanted the curtains, like, that was like, that, I think that was one of the first times, know that I didn't have a crush, because I'm no gay or bi, but I remember thinking, I want to be like that, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it was the same age, and just being like, oh, what man, like, I want to fucking be like that. It's cool as fuck. Uh, have you seen him now? I can imagine, mate, I know he had his, his addiction problems, didn't he, himself, aye. so I can imagine what it looks like. Aye, he looks like a Terminator's pumped him. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen Macaulay Culkin recently? Recently, he's, he's alright, isn't he? Oh, is he? Aye, aye. Ah, I thought he up. looked a bit uh, oh. weather-hardened, oh. shall we say. He looks absolutely He's another fun. one, isn't he? Like, Corey Haim. Like, all these guys are all fucked, man. Child stars, mate. It's no advisable, I don't think. No. Be like me. <laughs> just when you're talking about Lemmy there I remember uh, I think I was 18 or 19 I drank a full bottle of Jack and that's the last time I ever drank it no, I just drank a full litre to myself thinking I was cool as fuck and it was one of the most brutal hangovers of my life did you chunder? was I sick? Mm-hmm. I wasn't actually sick I think that's why I was so it was so brutal because it never came out right I didn't purge and I never I never binged it. It was like for seven at seven PM and I drank it right through to like six in the morning. Right. So it was like one of the ones. But Did you I, hit that sort of plateau where you couldn't get any drunk? Aye. Right. But I'd done something similar with Red Bull and vodka. I remember I used to drink that all the time. Aye, and mate. I woke up during the night with chest pains and I never drank it again. Right. I heart palpitations, Aye. man, for the Red Bull. I used to be a vodka Red Bull cunt as well, mate. I in campus. If you couldn't get gear, you just get a double vodka and Red Bull. <laughs> I used to be, I went through like we, it was funny, like it's like eras, like drinking eras of your life. I was talking about this the other day with somebody, they were like, my first like stack was Jack and Coke, Zambuca, and Pints of Tenants. That was like the drinks. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then I moved on to, Miller Golden Draft, like bottles of Miller, vodka, uh, fresh orange and lemonade, and uh, Jägermeister. And then recently it's been, you know, like water. I used to go to Jäger. But uh, vodka Red Bull was like my, I was Jäger bombs that we Jager would have, bombs. so you would be having fucking Red Bull with that. But vodka Red Bull was my night out drink. If I'd go for a night out, I'd be like, get us a vodka Red Bull. Vodka Red Bull. But um, it was one night in Jumping Jacks. Remember jumping jacks? Aye. I've done a gig there. Oh, have you? Oh, fuck's sake, mate. It was vodka energy drink. 
and the Aye. energy drink was coming at the tap and it was like petrol and the diarrhea the next day was fucking unmeasurable horrific <laughs> like, I, I remember going in there once and they were selling bottles of champagne for a tenner <laughs> so where were they getting the champagne for mate it was just black bottles that never even had a label on it fizzy piss so all my me and all my mates just got a bottle each obviously and just tan it for the bottle pure like balling. a smelly bastard pure balling and <laughs> fucking and jumping jacks there was one night in jumping jacks during freshers week uh, I think I must have been I, I don't I'm not blowing smoke up my arse here. I'm a young looking 40 year old guy. I've always kind of been like this. I've always looked a wee bit. It's weird. See, when I was a teenager, I looked older. People would be like, oh, you look, I'd get served. And then when it was like mid 20s, maybe about 25, people would be like, oh, you look 21, 22. I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had, I had the perfect sort of fucking combo where I looked a wee bit older when I wanted to get served and then looked younger as I got older. But, uh, we started sort of like chatting to this group of lassies that were on Freshers Week and I was getting this young lassie to fucking groon and batter into guys and buy, get drinks bought for them. But when they were saying, what drink do you want? <laughs> she was getting me like a Jack and Coke and getting herself something. Um, and then I fucking took my phone out like a fucking arsehole and had my bird as my screen saver and she's pure, is that your girlfriend? And then went fucking mental. I actually started scratching me and punching me not. Scumbag, mate. I'm a scumbag. Stealing drinks for people and taking advantage. Exactly. I didn't do anything though. Just I know, but... to go and get me drinks. <laughs> Half the guys that were trying to fire on you. <laughs> I had a wee trick in the, the old pub. I used to drink half a pint. And then I used to walk up to the bar and do that, mate. That pint doesn't taste good. And they'd done that. No worries, I'll give you a new one. You got so... a pint and a half for every pint that you bought? Yep. Genius, mate. Fucking genius. And plus I'm quite a friendly, I think I'm a friendly, likeable guy. So I'd get a bit of chat with him anyway. And then I'd be like, ah, mate, I'm so sorry to do this, but that doesn't need to explain. Aye, uh, taking advantage sorry, of the fact mate. that they like you. Aye. Did that, I've done that a few times. Like talented life, Mr. Ripley, proper psycho. I've never seen that. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I was watching one of the GQ fucking things on uh, YouTube. Now it's like Matt Damon sits and breaks down like his most important iconic roles or whatever. And one of them was... Talented Mr. Ripley, funny that you should mention that. It was literally like two nights ago. That's mental. And I was thinking, like, I need to fucking watch that because it looks good. But It's a great film. Do man. you know, me and my missus were talking about this and you're a movie buff. Why did Trey Parker and the other dude, uh, Matt, Stone. South, Matt Stone, for South Park, do the pure Matt Damon? Because he's no stupid. Like, he wrote, he wrote fucking, why? he wrote fucking uh, Good Will Hunting, didn't he? Right, so the film you're talking about is... Team America. Team America with the puppets. Mm-hmm. So this is the only reason they did this. As they were making... I'll tell if you have not seen Team America, uh, Matt Damon's in it, and they take advantage of him by saying he's stupid. And the only thing he ever says in the film is, Matt Damon! And that's it. That's the joke. But when Matt and Trey were making the puppets... Matt Damon's puppet melted by mistake when they were making it. Right. And I think one of them suggested, why don't we just keep it like that? Because it's so silly, we'll just keep the puppet like that. Right. And see, because the face was melted, they were like, why don't we just do Matt Damon? Damon. So that became the joke. Right, But supposedly Matt Damon loves it. Aye, I thought... I thought they were, back then when I first watched it, I thought they were taking the piss out of him because he was an idiot. Aye. You know, I just assumed, I don't know anything about Matt Damon. Matt Damon must be thick and they're taking Aye. the piss out of him. But 
that when we were watching that the other night, my missus, I, he came on the screen, we were watching that GQ thing, and I was pulling Matt Damon, and my missus was like, and then they, they were doing the Goodwill hunting bit, and my missus was like, did he write that? And I was like, hi, fucking Ben Affleck was in the room, I think, when Matt Damon wrote it, and I think that's like a joke between the two of them, but uh -huh. um, she was like, why do why is that Team America thing making it like he's an idiot? And I was like, oh, I don't know, so thank you very much, there you mate. Go. You're a, you're a, a deep well of knowledge when it comes to useless movie facts. Exactly. I don't know how to wipe my arse. <laughs> Can he pay bills? <laughs> but you know why Matt Damon says, Matt Damon. <laughs> and I found that get made 20 years Do you know ago? that um, fucking uh, Bowling for Columbine, Michael Moore? Yes. Hates that. Fell out with him. Because, see, if you watch uh, Bowling for Columbine, there's the wee South Parky animation. Um, it was them that did that and they did the voices see uh -huh. for the the history of guns in america do you remember that button bowling for columbine I, I remember the the film but i don't remember that there's a I bit in the middle the animation. Well, they go over the history of firearms in america um and it was uh trey parker and matt stone that did it it's in uh south park style animation and they did all the voices uh -huh. so they must have been friends at one point in time yeah. but because they like because his character in Team America is pure, like, and he spits and he's got like food stains down in front of his tap. Um, fucking Michael Moore fell out with him. You're like, take a joke, man. Take a joke, especially with South Park. I think it would be a privilege to get slagged after them. Absolutely, mate. Like, I would be honoured to get pounded after them. Mm -hmm. I think, see, when I was grow, see, when I was. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Well, <laughs> you just said I'd be honoured to get pounded after <laughs> Oh, that I know. <laughs> Get to me, Trey. Daddy. <laughs> I never even realised that sounded. I, they're amazing. Anything they touch is gold. Um, see, when I was growing up and I never really knew that I wanted to do comedy, mm -hmm. they were the guys that I watched and loved, man. Like, and the fact that that was, God, 20-odd year ago, maybe 25. I think the first episode, the pilot for South Park, went out in like fucking 95 it's mm -hmm. like surprisingly early mm -hmm. um it's crazy though mate do you think that they've been doing it for that long and it's I, still we, amazing. I was in primary school when it came out mm -hmm. i think i was just about maybe just in secondary school Ugh. something like that but to think see when you re you watch back i think we've maybe said this before i'm getting deja vu but we've definitely spoke about our favorite episodes but see when you watch back to that first season you think about the controversy that uh -huh. it's stoked yep um it's like nothing compared to what like family guy went on today american dad like rick and morty they were the first i think to really do like adult maybe no maybe i'm talking shit there but i think like a lot of cartoons put in wee sort of like easter eggs for adults like wee bits where you're like that's, cl that's mm -hmm. clearly innuendo and nobody's really twigged to that but i think they were the first to really go and do like an adult comedy sort of cartoon they were the first they were the first um what's your favorite cameo or like, sort of, it's not cameo, but like some them ripping the piss out of a celebrity. When they were, I can't really think about ripping the piss out of celebrities, but God, um, what's her name? Bruce. Jenner. Aye. Aye. That episode. Aye, fucking. With the car, the driving. Aye. That's pretty shocking. <laughs> They don't give a fuck, I mean, it's mate. hilarious, but it's shocking. I love Ga Garrison Jenner. That's what it was. She was the uh, vice president for Garrison's Trump. 
Don't you say I love that. I love the, the, the Donald Trump stuff's fucking brilliant. Oh. Like they get the Garrison Mel Gibson. You seen that episode? Aye. Amazing. Fucking Do you know what I back. think for watching that, I think they like Mel Gibson. I honestly think they like Mel Aye. Gibson. Because it's it's never too it's never too harsh. It's it's no cruel. The, and they day say like openly the guy's an amazing director. Aye, but I mean they've done well, just have done bits of Mad Max and um, mm-hmm. but that episode where they go, is it the Passion of the Jew it's called? Like they go to get their money back off him <laughs> and he's fucking chasing them down the road with a shotgun and all that. He's got the fucking, he answers the door in the pure William Wallace war paint and all that. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. Then he shites on Cartman's face at the end, man. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. I love the Towley episode. Oh, mate. What I- one? I, the the very first time he ever came in, mm-hmm. but the camp one when he was away camping, but see the oddness of it is just. Do you know they try they did that as a joke? They tried to they were like we could do anything, and they were like what could we do that's so like stupid? Not like a towel, like a drug addict towel. <laughs> Because <laughs> in the first episode, it appears they were pretending to sell merch, like Towly.com and all that, and it was Aye. like a towel. But that episode at the camp, mate, there's a bit in that episode where he's buzzing gas in the motor, and the woman's like, looks in, he's pure, she's not a legal bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sitting buzzing gas, his face is all warped. Aye, fucking a million little fibers. <laughs> the biopic. See, he's the... got the mustache on fucking Oprah. <laughs> The episode oh. when he's trying to break in and he's playing Funky Town on the fucking beeper. Funky Town. <laughs> Just need to get a little high. Oh my god. Oh mate. Amazing. That's I mean, the the later episodes where he comes back to be the weed tester as well, man. Mm-hmm. That's fucking Remember the time Trey Parker that's a good impression, by the way. Trey Parker. That's why I did it, mate. To Matt, show off. To be boastful. Remember they went to the Oscars and took acid? I mean, mushrooms or something? I, maybe I took a hallucinogenic yeah. and dressed up as hippies. Yep. Pure no, they were in dresses. Dressed up as women. I like, yeah. fucking fawn about the place, pure tripping out on that. Aye. How much, like, how big do your balls need to be to go to your first ever, like, Academy Award? It's not even just going to the Academy Awards, right? Because I think I could deal with that. Like, fuck them, like, all the rest of the people that's in the room, if anybody was to be like... It would be trying to deal with all the flashing lights and the the red carpet. I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But imagine the trip though to turn up in a dress, like your brain must be just overloaded. Mm-hmm. But see the amount of people that they've give a ch- gave a chance to. Like there's an amazing show called Wonder Showsen that used to be on MTV. Right, this really cult hit animated show. Right, and it was like cult status like people loved it right and a lot of those guys came to south park and did voices right and it's really really funny man mm-hmm. like very similar to south park you can see that they've been inspired inspired by, by, by it. have you seen seven days to print or whatever or it's like about the process yes i have the, the bill bill mayor or bill meyer and shows you that they're in the writing room and they're yep. just sitting there until they come up with something Mental one time. It's pure creativity, mate. Yeah. Like I was talking to somebody was talking to me about the Beatles documentary, Get Back, and they were like, Have you ever seen it? And there's a bit in that. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Disney Plus. No. There's a bit in that, mate. And see, as a musician, I actually in the like I get giddy 
like my missus was like you need to calm down i was like i can't i can't like that's that you've just witnessed what people are always like oh there's a bit in that where paul mccartney's just sitting his bass and they're literally like we need to write another song they'll get like they'll short a song and he's just sits and he's just hitting a note and then a song just appears and it's one of the best songs i've ever written so what is it get back no so way. actually like get back so he's just sitting just humming the tune and i was like ah, i can hear him coming up with that and i started pure giggling and was like i can't believe it that's on film like do you, do you know that's weird you're the second person to tell me about that today that about, show about get back yep oh really it's incredible mate there's ah, it's so good i'm not exactly a beatles fan but if there's two people telling me about it i'm gonna watch it you see a creative process you actually see them struggle with it which mm -hmm. is good i think it's amazing because when i was growing up and i was trying to be write music not it was all this pish about oh like it's magical but uh -huh. actually you see the world's greatest sort of or the among the world's greatest songwriters sitting in a room and grinding it out uh -huh. grinding it out but my mate at the time when we were sitting watching it you can watch it on youtube you can watch the clip on youtube i'm sitting coming up with the song and you hear it come out of him you're like i can't believe i just you can see that. his brain spinning he's just i mean it's, it's incredible to watch but and a couple of days after it, i was showing my mate and he was like i've never seen it like that in my life and i was like i have so if you watch the fucking south park documentary you see them come up with stuff and they just it's like that it just yeah. does a voice he's sitting they're just doing cartman's voice and they're just throwing lines about and then they're fucking howling like they're actually double there with laughter like try to write on the whiteboard these yeah. lines that they're coming up with and it's pure creativity mate it shows you how it's done like these guys don't sit down for an hour a day you know and blah 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 they go into a room for a week and they grind it out mate and see if they don't come up with it it's a shite episode mm -hmm. but if nine times out of ten they're hitting pure genius yeah and the reason they do that is because they can't be fucked in it anymore they don't want to date anymore so the only way that they can do it is like that like get in a room Right, let's just fucking grind this shit out because if they sit down to try and write it as like a piece, they don't come up with it and they're just so sick of it, so bored of it. So if they say, let's do an e one episode that will take us a week, they've got three weeks off to spend with their family and to chill. So they're like, we've, we've only got seven days of this hardcore process that we need to go through. Mm -hmm. and then we can relax. Mm -hmm. But then they need to get time to go to the animators and all that. It's mental. Aye. I think at one point in time they were doing that. They were five days, two days off, five days in the writing room, two days off. But they've got some of it. I mean, Bill Myers, hilarious, mate. He's a genius. Ah, mate. He's, he's there writing with them. And he's a genius. Even he's like, they're geniuses. Yeah. He's like, I'm just happy to be in this room. Sarah Silverman goes in and writes with them. And Aye. So it's, uh, it's big names, and all of them are like, we're in the presence of like comedy genius when you're yeah. in the presence comedy of Comedy gods, man. Have you seen. Um, a lesser known piece of work orgasmo yes how fucking funny choder boy and incredible uh, what a what a movie that is man they've got some unbelievable classics that have they're cult classics but i feel like they don't get i mean obviously they get respect but i feel like if they did a serious film they could win an oscar that's how talented they are ah you know mm. what else i think they would be good at see if they made a horror I think they would be good at horror. I think they'd be good at it, mate. Aye. So, yeah. Orgasmo is one of the best ones I've seen. Uh, what is it? Basketball. Oh, Basketball's a fucking... What a movie that Aye. is, man. What Aye. a movie. I mean, to, who comes up with, like... Who comes up with that shit? It's like Kirby. <clears throat> Aye. That's exactly what it is. Just coming up with this game. 
hilarious. The bit in that where he's pure licking the dildo. Thinks that the the bad bird Brittany, they're like they go to like their high school reunion and they're in her room and he's pure licking the dildo and she's pure what are you doing in my mom's room? And he's pure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember the Arab of God man? One of the scenes that have always imprinted in my brain that I thought comedy can you can do anything with comedy. See when they have a kiss scene together, Trey and Matt kiss each uh-huh. other. Do you remember it? It's that what's that in? Basketball? Basketball. Aye, 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 I, I, I do remember it. For me, it was so funny because <laughs> I think it was Matt. No fact. Matt, aye, it was Matt. Matt Stone's the one with the curly hair. Aye. So Trey get into it like proper full-blown gone for it man mm-hmm. like getting half of him and matt was like visibly fucking <laughs> you could see that he was uncomfortable aye, aye. but that's why i found it funny because if that's the take then what's the rest of the takes like if that's the take that they went with so i thought that's quite funny the but, bit where they take the wee boy out like it's steaming aye, <laughs> he's getting aye. a liver transplant not hitting the fucking tequila slammers now aye <laughs> Also, a I'm Mel Gibson reference in that film. Is it? Aye. What is it? I love you. Always will. Oh, that's right. Aye. They sit in the day lines, backwards and forwards with each other. Mm. Aye, mate. They're, they're geniuses. They're up there with fucking the guy that did The Simpsons. Was it Matt Grueling? Yes. how you say his name? So we can go to a podcast awards one night or a comedy awards and we can get full acid. I don't, mate. Let's go yeah. to the Scottish BAFTAs. <laughs> if you ever get invited to the Scottish bar or any comedy like Scottish Comedian of the Year, we'll take mushrooms and Aye. we'll go. Do you what have I told my acid story? I don't think so. Quickly I'll check how long have we done. Fifty five minutes. Fifty five. Mm. I think we can wrap it up with a story. With a story, right. And then I'll give a shout out to the sponsors. Right, let's do I've it. only ever took acid one time, right? Right. Have you took it? Mate, I I mean I'm if you could see what I see, that's a silly question. Aye, I look like Forrest Gump. <laughs> no, but I have taken acid a few times in my life. Aye. I must say, you're looking very nice today. Thank you very you much. You always mate. look nice, but you look, you know. Particularly nice yeah. today, though. It's quite awkward there, isn't it? I'm sorry. Can't wait for our kiss scene after we're done. <laughs> I have spiked your water with acid. So. Um, <laughs> I have took it one time, right? All my pals were going to Mexico and... I decided to pull it the last minute because I don't know why. I was just anxious and I was feeling really anxious about going on a big holiday like that mm-hmm. at such a young age. So when I pulled out, um, I kept a lot of money and stuff and I decided to fucking blow it. And my mate had a wee council house up in Okinawa and he said, why don't you come up to mine? We're all having a party. So he was one of my pals for school very very good mate um his name's john him and his girlfriend were there and there was a couple of people that i wasn't really pally with but you know you're all getting mad with it in a fucking flat uh-huh. nobody gives a fuck so we went there powder was getting passed around eckies all that type of stuff and then the people that i didn't really know left and then i mean obviously my memory's a wee bit clouded right but a guy came in I don't know what he was dropping off, but he had acid as well. I think he might have been dropping off Eckies. And he's like, oh, I've got acid, if you want acid. Give a wee backpack, my wee bum bag of drugs. Aye, basically aye. aye. And uh, he's like, I've got this, I think it was called Sunshine. He's like, I've got this Sunshine Sunshine acid? acid? Fuck me, man. 
Wow. Is that the most popular one? No, no Sunshine Acid's like a, a legendary like acid. Um, he mentions it in Film Loving in Las Vegas. Really? Mm-hmm. It's about he's like, let's just take out half of the Sunshine Acid. And it's super strong, mate. Right, so... For the benefit of the doubt, I, I, I think I remember he said Sunshine. Maybe my memory's fucked because I've seen that film, but I'm 100% sure. No, mate, it would be like, I, it's it's a, a type of acid that's super popular, like right. one of the ones like I. So we were taking Ekkies, pills, and we were out we're not, and John was there with his girlfriend, and this guy's like, ah, I've got this Sunshine acid, and me and John just fucking locked eyes. John never took it, his girlfriend's never took it, and he's like, ah, you up for it? And I was like, ah, oh, mate, I don't know, man, I've never took it you before. You don't even take neckies? Aye, out, out my bin, mate. Right, Bevy okay. as well, by wow. the way. Booze, oh, for fuck's sake. No, booze, Ekkies, wow. Coke, and he's like, ah, nobody's going to come into this house, so why don't we just take it? I was like, ah, do you know what, fuck it. All right, I was a wee bit depressed because I pulled out the holiday and all that. So we all took acid together and I swear to God, mate, like maybe two or three years passed and we were like, that acid's no kicked in yet. That's fucking push. Right. And we were like, ah, do you think that cunt's bumped us? And John was like, no, he wouldn't bump his man. I've known him for years and he was up dropping our things and I kind of knew the guy's face and all and I was like, ah, couldn't he have bumped his man? Mm-hmm. And literally as soon as we were like, this is shite. John done that to me. That fucking song's been on ag- for ages. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the radio. Right. It was like a CD. And then I was like, I? How long's that fucking song been playing for? And then his bird was like, ah, that's been the same song for like fucking 80 minutes. And then we, we were all like, how can you play a song for 80 minutes? And then the three is just like, uncontrollable laughter right right just uncontrollable like fits of laughter uh-huh. i hit the deck like it was almost like demonic like ah like right. and we were just crying with laughter we we're like oh my god this is fucking kicked in so I swear to god this is the chain of events that happened right john's girlfriend jumped up ran towards the kitchen opened this big massive kitchen window the size of that fucking wall right a massive window she opened it up pitch black at night she's stunning on the sill in the kitchen pointing into darkness like just screaming like that ah, ah, as loud as she can like at the top of her voice me and john are curled up in the fucking <laughs> in the carpet like that what are you doing what are you doing and she's like that there's a fucking crocodile. There's a fucking, <laughs> there's a crocodile there in that cunt's garden. Right? Right. She jumps off the window. So we think she's going to jump out the fucking window. She jumps off the window. So runs down the stair. We're on the carpet still curled up. She comes back in, right? And she's got a fucking inflatable crocodile, mate, that she's right. seen in somebody's garden mm. that's been in a fucking paddling pool, right? Oh, for fuck's sake. So she's put this crocodile in the corner of the room and we're in this corner of the room and we're all screaming. We're all like that. It's fucking moving. It's moving. Because <laughs> we were all, it were not, and it felt like the crocodile was aye. like zigzagging. Aye, everything goes all wavy. Aye, so we were, we were like, no way, man. 
Uh, five minutes past, somebody was chatting the door. It must have been the neighbours or the police. When that happened, we were like, that lights off. We're lying oh, on the carpet. For fuck's sake. Shiting ourselves, right? No, such a random chain of... I remember thinking, how long is this going to last? Because it got to a point that... I mean, I, fuck it, man. It's my podcast. I remember cutting a line of coke. I feel ashamed in saying this. Sorry, ma, if you're watching this. There's a line of coke lying on the table and it's just zigzagging across the table and it's changing colours. Pink, green and red. Right. And I'm like, wow, man, how am I going to take that line of coke? It's dancing over the table. <laughs> and, uh, uh, now you know why I'm sober. And But then it got to a point that it gets scary because when you take an AK, it only lasts like two, three years. You take acid, it's game over. Right, for... It's a strong acid, mate. You could be there for fucking... The stronger it is, the longer, like, the trip, you know what You're I mean? talking 24 hours. Easy. I remember getting to a point, I'd done that to my mate. I need to go and lie down. This is mental. I went into his bedroom and I lay in his bed. And I can understand why people think they can fly. I would never do it, but I get it. Right. So... I'm lying in the bed thinking that people are talking about me. I can hear all these voices, like whispers. Uh, yeah, he's he's fucked. He's yeah. fucked. Don't go in and see him. And I'm like, oh no, man. My pal comes in and his eyes are like lizard eyes. And I'm like, mate, don't even look at me. So I get up. I spew the most horrific fucking spew ever. Right. Like acidic orange yeah, juice. Just pure bile. Aye. And then I'm standing in the toilet, right? And I swear to God, this is real. 100% real. I tried to actually talk about it in my stand-up set, but maybe really laughed. They were just like, you're a junkie bastard. <laughs> standing in the toilet, right? See, trying to do a piss when you're out your tits on acid. Your wee tiny fucking cock is about that size, right? Like nothing. And that's before I took the acid. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to do this piss. And I, I look up at the window, the, the toilet window, and it's opened a wee bit. And there's, I swear to my mother's life, right, there's hundreds of wasps on this window. Right. And there's a couple that go in. And I'm standing there thinking, how fucking strong is this acid? <laughs> this is fucking mental. <laughs> and then I'm like, these wasps are flying about the toilet. Bang, half my face, half my cheek, half my neck. And I'm like, that, they feel like wasps. Mm -hmm. And then it turned to, it was fucking wasps. Oh, was it? It was an actual wasp hive, mate. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, <laughs> I go no, in. That, this acid's fucking mental, man. <laughs> Getting stung fuckery. I, I go into the living room and I shut the door and I'm like, John, please don't slag me or mock me. I feel like I'm tripping up my tits. But I think there's a wasp hive in your toilet, mate. And he was like, Darn, you're just at your nut. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, mate, please go in and check. So he goes in the toilet and he runs back out and he's like, I'm tripping at my nut. I know there's fucking wasps in there. So see, when he kind of sobered up a wee bit, he ended up putting a boil, like a worky boiler sit on, uh -huh. going and cult the wasps. God knows how many fucking hours passed, right? But see, when I kind of woke up the next day and I sobered up a wee mm -hmm. bit, I looked. <laughs> I looked in the mirror, right? And my face was like that. <laughs> my eye, my left eye was closed shut. Right eye. And the stingers were still 
hanging out my head. Oh, were they? Yep. I get stung. I think I get stung four times. For fuck's sake. So I, my pal's bird pulled the stingers at my head. I walked home, right? Walk into my man, my man, my dad's house. For some reason, my oldest brother's there. He's he's fucking nut, I know. And I'm like, mate, mate, I took acid for the first time and I get stung with wasps. Can you help me? And he's like, I'm at my nut, I know. Pulled a bottle of vinegar for the cupboard and decided to wash off my head with fucking vinegar because I get stung with wasps. Went into my room and I just remember laughing, sitting watching cartoons and fucking <laughs> howling like child cartoons. No way. It's really good Fuck actually. Sake, They've wrote that. It was a mental acid story. I so uh, I got for the first time in my life I went out that night again and get a cure because I'm like my my head's still fucking mangled. So it got to like Monday and I was like, what the fuck happened? What happened there? That's mental, mate. Did you you ever had any flashbacks? Any acid flashbacks? No, no sense. I, I have hallucinogenic flashbacks. Sometimes I'll just be stunning and then everything will just go wee wavy. What Shake it off. That's mental, isn't it? Aye, man. So that's my acid story. That's brilliant, mate. My first and last time. And it's so good that I'm still pals with John. Mm. We'll still see each so, other and we'll uh, be like, remember that night? Remember that night uh, taking acid? Uh, did you take it again? I don't know if he's took it again. Would you? Would I? Nah. No? I don't think so. I, I honestly see when it got to How much to did the, you take? A full fucking... What, a sheet? Aye. See, mate. He just put it in my horn and I done that. And what size was it? It was like, what? It was like a tiny stamp. Tiny, right, so tiny you've stamp. took, uh, you've, you've, you've took one, like one hit. You've took uh, like a hit. But aye, uh, it must have been strong acid, acid oh. mate. And sunshine acid is like, supposed to be super strong. Never had it myself. Had blotter. Um, which is just made in a bath. That's like they just put the wee drop on the bit of paper, uh, and I've took a fair amount of mushrooms. But acids dirty, mate. They're dirty high. You feel dirty when you take it. See when you start coming up, you start you feel all that groggy. way. you see the same way when you take coke, you get that sort of horrible, Aye. horrible feeling that you can't really shake off. Feels you can't like get that. away from it. Aye. I know comedians. I mean, I know that funny. I know comedians that are proper brain dead through acid. On a permo. Yep. I Honestly. take too much of that shit, mate. You don't come back. Like brain damaged. Aye, man. Like I, fucking I, I won't Barra. name the guy, right? But the guy's been doing stand up for years and he's never get paid. And I've I remember him saying once, I mean, I started the same time as Kevin Bridges. How the fuck has he got a DVD? As he's like, his cock's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a snorter hanging at his nose, man. Because you're on a permal, mate. Like, and then he goes up and he's horrific. I won't name him. So I think we've done over an hour, mate. Aye, mate, well over. Is there anything you would like to say? No. Anything I you would like to cover? Enjoyed your acid story. Thank you. Let's hit up the the sponsor. Yes. Such it's just a because corporate cock before we go. <laughs> it's just because you were talking about train, Matt, doing acid. I thought I would. Brilliant. Loved it, mate. Tell that story. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us again. Um, the feedback has been unbelievable. Um, random messages for people that I don't know constantly getting in touch i just want to say it really means a lot to me and paul uh sometimes we're like oh is this working and stuff we don't know if it's working but honest to god the, the feedback is unbelievable so if you've been listening to the podcast and you've not liked and reviewed it can you please chuck us a like and a review it would mean a lot even then things like retweeting and sharing on facebook or if 
you know, if you're in a WhatsApp group with your pals, just get it shared because you're honestly, you're keeping us alive, uh, especially during these uh, tough times. It, honestly, it means it means the world to me. Remember that video? No. The cunt on a permo, he goes, he runs through the, the London Marathon. No. He's full of eckies and he's kidding on, he's part of the marathon and somebody <laughs> passes him water. And he's like, thank you very much. It means the world to me. Just a random viral. I'm having an acid flashback now. Uh, <laughs> episode 27. Right, before we go, I just want to thank Arguing Co. <laughs> <laughs> if you get arrested for taking acid. <laughs> uh, if you're on a permo, get in touch with them. Um, no, it really is very, very kind that they've been kind enough to sponsor the podcast. And like I said, you'll see their information pop up on the screen. Also, tickets for my tour are selling very well. So I would say if you're wanting to come and see me, get tickets now because I won't be adding extra dates. As far as I'm aware, I won't be adding extra dates. So if you're going to come to Glasgow at the Orin Moor on the 1st of October, I would say get your tickets just now. I'm at East Bride. The very first one is Greenock on Friday the 17th of November, uh, June, sorry, having a stroke. So if you've never seen me do stand-up, come and see me, support me, and all that shit. So, aye, that's that's the end of the, the, podcast. the podcast. Episode 28 next week. Can't wait, mate. Would it be alright if I just lived in here for a week aye, until mate. the next one? Just stay here like we podcast goblin. Aye. The, 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 the hog prince that's the name of this episode see you next week